Oh, poor Thomas. Poor Thomas. Thomas has always gotten a bad rap in this gospel that we heard today and here every year on the second Sunday of Easter. We often speak of this gospel story as the story of doubting Thomas, or Thomas the doubter, the skeptic, the disbeliever, and the questioner. Because of that, we always tend to focus on that particular part of the story, the part where Thomas proclaims, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. We neglect the beginning of the story. We ignore the other disciples, what is happening around all of them. The story begins on the evening of the resurrection in a room with locked doors. And all the disciples are there except the missing Thomas. The disciples do not know at this point that Jesus is risen. They do not know that the tomb is empty. All they know is Jesus has been killed on the cross and laid to rest in the tomb. As Father Daryl said last week, I cannot imagine what is going through their heads at this point. They are probably experiencing fear, as it says in our Gospel reading today. But before I go any further, I would like to take a moment and address the quote out of the Gospel. The quote that says, the doors were locked for fear of the Jews. This quote and the many that line the Good Friday Passion narrative have been used to perpetuate violence against our Jewish brothers and sisters. They have been used to propagate anti-Judaism. There is a movement within the church to reconcile those wrongs. Two of my professors at the Seminary of Southwest, Dan Johnson Simitowski and Jane Patterson, have been integral in finding ways to reconcile Christian relationships with our Jewish brothers and sisters. This first wave of this movement has been to look at scripture and to see what it says. Jane Patterson, my New Testament professor, translates the Greek oi, ludo oi, which in most English translations translates as the Jews or the Jewish leaders. Jane, she translates this as the Judeans. Dan Johnson Simitowski says, the Judeans is an accurate descriptor for a period when regional, religious, and political belonging were a complex reality and not easily separated. This also highlights the regional rivalries between Galilean and Judean elements in early first century Jewish life. Therefore, the disciples were not in fear of Jewish people. They were Jewish people. They were in fear because their teacher and Messiah had been killed. The Messiah that they did not yet understand was going to rise from the tomb. The point is that because of Jesus' death, they were experiencing fear, anxiety, grief, sorrow, and pain. Therefore, they locked themselves away to be alone in that fear and pain. Yet, despite the locked door, Jesus appears to them and he shows them his scars. Yes, he shows them his scars. Remember, this is a time while Thomas was absent. So probably all the disciples doubted at one point, not just Thomas. All the disciples saw the scars before they recognized Jesus and rejoiced. Then Jesus departs the locked room in peace. 
I feel that John is giving us a metaphor for the feelings in our lives more than anything. When I have felt fear, anxiety, pain, and sometimes scars that are not as visible as Jesus' scars. In those times, different people have asked me, why is your door shut? Why are you locked away? Why are the shades drawn? Day by day goes by, and we have our numerous locked doors, even in the middle of joyful resurrection. I wonder what some of the locked doors are in your life. Are you experiencing fear, anxiety, pain, grief, sadness, or anger? I can tell you that I'm feeling behind those locked doors right now. And I'm sure all of us here are also behind those locked doors. Because once again, we have experienced the trauma of gun violence. This time, it was in our own small community of Bryan, Texas. The locked doors of fear, anxiety, grief, sorrow, and sadness are ever-present in this community, and rightly so. Gun violence has taken away the joy. Gun violence installed fear, anxiety, and grief. Even in the midst of it being the second Sunday of Easter, a time of alleluias. Like the disciples who, despite seeing the resurrected Christ, still a week later sat behind locked doors of fear. We also sit behind our locked doors of fear, anxiety, and grief a week after the resurrection. We too have seen the Lord as Mary Magdalene and the other disciples have proclaimed. But it's hard to get the hallelujahs out. It's hard to unlock the door. The good news is that Jesus cannot be locked out. Jesus can get through locked doors and through walls. Jesus, like, just like Jesus chose up, sits next to, offers peace to, and breathes the Holy Spirit on the disciples behind their locked door of fear. Jesus shows up and sits with us and offers us peace and breathes the Holy Spirit on us behind our locked door of fear, anxiety, and grief. The breath of the Holy Spirit, the breath of God, and the ever-living movement of God in our lives gives us the strength to eventually overcome that fear, anxiety, and grief and pushes us into the world to the disciples of Christ who is always with us. Take a second. That's a locked door there. But at this moment, the moment so close to the fear, anxiety, and grief we will sit here behind our locked door knowing that Jesus sits with us and breathes the Holy Spirit on us so that we have enough peace to unlock that door. Once we, are unable, once we are able to unlock the door, know that the resurrected Christ is always with us, even if we have to lock that door again. Because we are in this pattern in life of locking and unlocking our doors due to the pandemic and now gun violence in our own community. When we are able to unlock the door, remember that the resurrected Christ has breathed the Holy Spirit upon you, giving you new life in Him to rise and go into the world to bring the good news. That good news is that Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus Christ is risen. 
Jesus sits next to us and dwells in us every day, in every situation, and in every room that may be locked or unlocked. Amen.